This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Pentagon IG wants an investigation to find out what happened to 21 vanished shipping containers in Kuwait. The Deputy Secretary at Homeland Security is retiring and heading to Atlanta. And NASA and Microsoft joined forces with young people in a big DC STEM space with an eye towards space. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Department of Homeland Security is opening the doors to its Customer Experience Directorate this month. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. DHS's new CX Directorate will report to the Chief Information Officer. DHS CIO Eric Heisen explains the outlook for the office. Focusing on building a culture and capacity for improving customer experience across DHS, ensuring that each of our agencies are setting aggressive targets for improving their customer experience and making sure that we are measuring that and reporting on it appropriately. And the new directorate will be led by Dana Chisnell, Heisen's former colleague at the U.S. Digital Service. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Pentagon's inspector general says Army's sustainment command needs to order a full investigation into how a huge swath of military equipment went missing in Kuwait. The IG says 21 shipping containers are unaccounted for at Camp Erfjan. The office discovered the discrepancy during a routine audit of the military's pre-positioned stocks in Southwest Asia, but the IG says Army officials have known about the equipment shortage for at least four months. Exact details about the types of missing equipment were redacted from the management alert the IG published yesterday. The Defense Department says it made a more than $6 billion accounting error. But in this case, officials say it's a good problem to have. The Pentagon announced yesterday it had overestimated the dollar value of the military equipment it's been sending to Ukraine over the past two years. Officials say the cost of those items should have been calculated using their book value, but instead DOD tallied up the total based on the equipment's replacement cost. Recalculating the value of the aid packages leaves DOD with $6.2 billion it can now use to send additional equipment to Ukraine. The Department of the Air Force released a new strategic action plan to ensure women participate in national security decision-making. The Women, Peace, and Security Plan offers a framework for operational planners to account for how military operations can have different effects based on gender differences. The plan includes training gender advisors and establishing gender focal points to promote principles across core DAF functions. The policy will be integrated into security activities with partner nations to support women's meaningful participation in defense and security sectors. The Department of Homeland Security's number two is stepping down. Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security John Tien is retiring from DHS on July 20th. Tien has served as Deputy Secretary since June of 2021. Previously, he served in the Army for 24 years and deployed to three combat tours in Iraq before retiring as a colonel in 2011. 
He also worked at the National Security Council during both the Bush and Obama administrations. Tien said he is retiring to spend more time with his family in Atlanta. The Justice Department is setting up a new unit to combat nation-state hackers and ransomware groups. DOJ announced the creation of a national security cyber section within its National Security Division this week. The goal of the new section is to increase the scale and speed of disruption campaigns and prosecutions targeting foreign threat groups, state-sponsored cyber criminals, and other cyber-enabled threats. The unit will work closely with DOJ's Criminal Division's Computer Crimes and Intellectual Property Section, as well as the FBI's Cyber Division. NASA and Microsoft have joined forces to develop high-impact initiatives and educational resources that promote STEM education. Early this week, they hosted a Space Education Day at the Microsoft Technology Center in Virginia. The day included student-led live demonstrations. Heidi Kobilski, general manager of Microsoft Federal, says the Microsoft-NASA foundational partnership was created to inspire the next generation of space professionals. Microsoft and NASA are committed to the future workforce of space and technology leaders and ensuring there's equity and access to learning and building out the future of our nation. On Tuesday, we had middle school students from the D.C. area into our Arlington office and we infused the next generation of Artemis into Minecraft and enabled the students to try out using Minecraft and launching space missions. It was a great experience for the kids and we're excited about what this five-year partnership is gonna unleash. The Defense Information Systems Agency will change the way it recruits and manages its civilian and military employees to try and better match personnel to jobs. The new Workforce 2025 strategy involves hiring talent recruiters to find employees best matched to specific job descriptions. The plan also calls for offering employees more opportunities for education, including advanced degrees and certificate programs. The agency plans to improve workspaces both in the office and for remote workers and offer laboratory settings for learning and experimentation. If you're in the market for a lighthouse, the General Services Administration has good news for you. The National Historic Lighthouse Preservation Act of 2000 allows for lighthouses to be transferred at no cost to federal agencies, state and local governments, and nonprofit organizations. But lighthouses that don't get transferred can be auctioned off to the general public. As of now, four lighthouses in New England are set for auction. Auctions for two Connecticut lighthouses begin June 20th, and lighthouses in Michigan and Ohio will be auctioned off starting August 1st. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 